Danny, get your ass out here. We need a wrestler. <laughs> I'm not wrestling. Challenge. Why? Because I'm 25 years old, man. If you win, I'll give you $100. <laughs> I'm not How's that? I know you're broke. I don't like <laughs> I literally have more money than you've ever had in your life. I have three time. million. So. You don't. <laughs> I like this shirt a lot. Yeah. It's OVO. I know, I know it is. I want it so bad. $60. It was not. I didn't buy it though. Welcome to another episode of Don't Let Work It Out podcast. Today I'm joined with Danny, Donnie, and Zach, and later we're going to have uh, our very close friend, the goodest picks, come in to educate us a little bit about some film work that he's doing and um, some also some pictures Maybe he can show me how to make my own pictures a lot better. Danny, let's get right to it. Who are you fucking? Hey, what's up? I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> Donnie, who are you fucking? Uh, my hand, because Valerie's pregnant, so I'm scared to do Are you excited it. to be a dad? <laughs> what? No, no, no. Why, why are you afraid to have sex with her while she's pregnant? I just feel like I would put an end early to our baby if I did. <laughs> like I've read a lot about puncturing the sack that the baby's contained in. What? <laughs> That's no, Definitely. no way. That's ridiculous. That's why. Like, like I'm all for Can you pop choice, the sack? Like, you can pop the sack. You can definitely pop the sack and kill the baby. You don't necessarily have to have girth. You just have to have length. Um, I don't have either, so I probably don't have a real issue. I'm just terrified. Okay. Yeah, fair so enough. Fair enough. Yeah. So weird. I enjoy a good whack or two. <laughs> What's your go-to wild. when you jerk off? What do you? What do you? Do you like? I assume porn. What is your porn history I, like? I know Donnie's porn. We were talking about it on the way here. What Amateur kind of porn? porn. So, Amateur? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, definitely. I don't. I don't believe in porn star masturbation. I don't like big boobs or boob jobs they kind of turn me off it's like a ripple under titty it's kind of kind of weird um, I like that college innocent like fuck me for the first time kind of shit okay yeah. so 18 18 yeah, plus at least okay 18 least. minus <laughs> you never know on the porn sites though yeah you get true. a pop up and it says the FBI is watching you and you're like shit do I finish or do I close out of it okay when you go to jerk off, Zach, which site do you use? <laughs> um, usually, honestly, Tumblr. T- what? Dang, Tumblr. that's Tumblr. sick. You know I that? actually, that, I switched it up, Tumblr, and then yeah. a site that Donnie showed me a while back. Yeah, I, I feel like Tumblr is the least sketchy. Like, no, nah, that's watch? the most sketchy. Yeah, it definitely it's is. sick, You though. never know what you can encounter, because it's all just... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah totally. Total. But I mean sketchy as far as, like, like damaging your equipment. Like your, oh, your, like that makes sense, I guess. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, uh, what do you do? There's videos on Tumblr? Yeah, yeah. Porn. Porn? there's all over Tumblr. I've yeah. never used Tumblr for The porn. thing with Tumblr is it's almost a pure form of what Donnie was talking about. It's a lot of natural and yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. everyday but, people. So it's just a bunch of amateur, usually user, whoever the user is. Yeah, yeah exactly, but exactly. The thing about Tumblr as opposed to like other sites like uh, beach.com. Classic. That's the one, yeah. Um, there's a, there's one. art involved. That website's like a curated porn site, basically. It it's really like is. quality 
it's like There's quality no videos and stuff and it's like like I've used the same laptop good. plural to uh-huh. jack off for quite some time yeah a few yeah. months no viruses no pop-ups no this has been like years like we're talking like I've put in about a decade <laughs> of solid work he has Damn. I've known Research. him for a long time yeah definitely been researching the porn well if I ever need a recommendation I'll come to you I guess okay so uh, what's it like being back in Albuquerque so far, Danny? Do you hate it? It's sketchy. It's Do you not dangerous. feel safe? It's dangerous. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I it's cool. I it makes me miss living somewhere that's not. No, nah, I don't feel like going back honestly right now. I wish I could stay for another month and then go back. Oh damn! I like it. <clears throat> it's fun, but it's sketchy. Yeah, and boring. Definitely. Uh, when. I was there not that long ago, and that night that I got lost, the subway was closed, and um, I had to wander around, because you were already on the other subway, and then my other friend was gone. Mm -hmm. So I was literally wandering around at like 2.30 or 3 at night, and I was kind of drunk too, and I honestly felt safer then than I ever have walking outside here, just going down the street at night. There's so many, there's like a lot of police and there's yeah. like a lot of eyes and and stuff like that you're not usually in an area that's not crowded with at least like a few people no matter what time of right night it is so but i just felt everyone was just minding their own business as well like, yeah that's true i mean i hear people like act out yeah they, they try weird. to make your business their business or something or at least try to harass you or something but i just put my headphones in and, and, and everything was fine yeah i don't know no you one get asked for money and that's it yeah, I don't even think I got asked once. Honestly. Really? I don't think I, I got asked, asked for money. I got asked a lot. While Did we you were really? There. Oh yeah. Unless I just couldn't remember. I don't know. It's probably because you you like had your headphones, headphones in. Yeah, they could be wireless. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they just didn't ask or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So you just put out a short film called Artificial Light, and uh, how long did it take you to make that that short film? Um. So, last fall, or late, late, like, January, actually, not fall, I meant spring, um, but, like, last January, actually, is when I started thinking about, like, writing it, mm-hmm. and then it took a few months for me to kind of, like, like, outline, and then, like, actually write the entire script. Did um, you start writing it when you were in still here in Albuquerque or were you already in New York? I was already in New York. Okay. Um, I I had the, I had the idea like a few months after I moved to New York and Mm -hmm. like I talked to some friends that I had made about it and they thought it was a good idea and I just kind of, um, just thought about it for a while and then started outlining and it was a process of a few months kind of completing the script. Mm -hmm. Um, it was probably like, I think it was like eight, nine pages. Um, and then shot it uh, at the end of summer of 2015. And then basically a friend of mine was helping in post after we finished shooting. Um, and that didn't work out. He didn't really have much time. And he was, uh, and then he ended up moving. And we had only edited a little bit. And then a friend of mine agreed to just take over in it took us only a few months but it basically took a year yeah from like initial conception to like being at least mostly done it was like a year after shooting 
that we actually put it online. Was everyone that helped you with that film, was it someone that you worked with, or were they just friends of people that you met at work? Because I know some of them you do work with, um, I would assume. Right? I think everyone who worked on it, I work with. You work with them? Or worked with at the time. Uh, one of them, uh, a friend of mine, Brandon, who who uh, was my DP, actually used to work there, but didn't at that time. Mm. But like he lives with me now, and we're just like friends and stuff. Very cool. So. I'm a big fan of long shots. And the long shot with the guy going through that party or whatever, um, it, yeah, it was it's essentially a party. Yeah, uh, I thought it was done very well, and uh, it seemed planned. Uh, who who actually shot the that scene? So it was Brandon, who's the DP. Um, he also camera operated. We had like maybe five people who actually worked on the crew. It was like where was that at? Help. Where was that shot at? Um, that was shot at uh, the. The lead, uh, my my friend Preston, he's the lead in it. Um, he's also the lead in my next one. Um, it was at his apartment that he just moved out of like a, m- a few months ago. Um, we also shot there for my new one. But um, basically, like we knew the apartment because it has two doors. Uh-huh. So the door we start walking through for the beginning of the Warner. Uh, and we go around the apartment and we exit through his actual room where there's a second door and then there's a staircase that leads the, up to the, the roof, roof I'm guessing yeah um it, and we cheated it there's like two long takes basically um and so there's a cut in there when he's go going up black. the stairs yeah when when we go to black and then he goes outside right right um so there's actually like two more flights up to go to the roof but oh, like okay. we cheated it to yeah, look right. like he went straight up that to the roof the roof access um Very cool. So yeah, um, we we knew the apartment kind of well. So I just like choreographed and tried to get as many people uh, there to be like extras as possible. And it was just people I used to work with and their friends. Yeah, there's a lot of people in that shot. So um, we re- recycled people too. So like, but you wouldn't notice because you only I really see them very them. much. <laughs> so like, we recycled most of the people um, That's really cool. to, onto the rooftop. And mm. yeah, so damn. So. Um, I've been, like, trying to, like, write, like, scripts and stuff lately, and uh, I was just curious, like, because I want, like, a scene, and, you know, like, you can't really give camera direction, like, if you're just writing a, like, screenplay or whatever, but um, I want a scene of just hands and a phone and a text message, and I just am not sure how to write that in, you know what I mean? Like, Um, because I don't know if you write it in as dialogue, how you would write that in, and and still have like the like say if you were writing something for another director like if you weren't directing it you know how would you incorporate that um that's tough because i've only written for myself really um i've never thought about because the way i would write that is i would just write whatever he's doing mm-hmm. um and, so just give the action and yeah and if you're not directing then you you, you probably wouldn't write that in unless it's very very important mm-hmm. so if it is important, you can say something like, we see the screen of the phone okay. because you want to see a close-up of what it's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, if, it, if I was writing it myself, I would probably... Because if I knew what I wanted the shot to be, I could just say he types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you could say what he types, and obviously they would have to show what he types too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that would get across 
Okay. Like if you're saying what he types. So you wouldn't for, would you format it as like dialogue though, or would you? I mean, as far action, as formatting goes, form, like the actual text like message. the actual text message, you could put it in uh, action, uh, an action, uh, and just like quotations. Okay, cool. that's what, cool, what cool, I would cool. do. May, maybe separate them with a line break. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. That makes it, sense. It depends on how it looks. You want to think about the readability. Yeah, exactly. In the like. Uh, so you sent me some <laughs> stills of your new short that you have coming out. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. I'll just a little bit because I kind of want to like... Keep it a little yeah, quiet it, at least. Yeah. Can you Not give a work, brief description? Out. So it's about... It's starring uh, my friend Preston Mulligan who's... Um, he's He's gone to school for acting and mm-hmm. he's he's really talented. He was and, in the Artificial yeah, he, Light, right? Yeah, he was the lead in that. Um and he gives me shit because it's another character who's kind of like depressed and whatnot, and like he wants to be like funny. And, like, is he a normally be, like, funny guy? What is that um, guy's he's personality funny. like? He, he's funny. He's capable of being like serious at times and okay. stuff. But he he knows what he he's really understanding of like what, um, like what what character what the characters like and stuff. So he understands. He's just kind of like it makes him feel depressed. I guess when oh, okay. he's like. A, a character who's more living inside themselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he plays a young actor who's preparing for an audition, and um, throughout it's kind of like um, the like part and like what he's striving for is um, like bleeding into his like actual life, but not necessarily the script, but just like the preparation for it. He's he's just becoming more and more internal and things are becoming more irrational around him and okay. things aren't start, are starting not to necessarily make sense um almost like a dreamlike quality but it's not not really clear if it's like if a lot of it is uh, real or not but mm. it it's basically his journey like preparing for the role or the audition um and like what it's doing to his psyche and this uh new short is called what it's called Sunkist. Will the reason why it's called that be made clear in the short? Or, or um, is this something that you just came up with? Um, there was a phrase that I heard like a long time ago when I was like growing up uh, that someone that a TV show used in order to describe a character wanting um, their place in the spotlight. And it was basically um, she wanted her place in the sun. Mm-hmm. And for some reason that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Um it's funny because it was actually Rugrats, the cartoon. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I thought of that because I was because the character throughout you get an understanding that he is striving for something greater mm-hmm. and wants to be great. And I just thought of the concept that like he was striving for his place in the spotlight. And originally it was called Place in the Sun, and. Uh, Friend, friends of mine thought it sounded didn't match like what I wrote that it yeah. seemed like it wasn't um, a like was suitable yeah it wasn't a suitable title title I guess um so I kind of just worked with that and I liked the idea of Sunkissed because he kind of the spotlight on him or that he's striving for is also changing him and like how the sun kind of changes your skin whether it's uh, sunburn um whether it's tanning or whether, like, when you're younger, it sh- can change your hair color even. 
Like right. my my dad used to have uh, blonde hair, and mm-hmm. then it became like uh, a lot darker. Yeah. As he grew up, and I think it's partially because of that, because he's in the sun a lot. Hmm. So, like going to the beach and stuff like that. Yeah. So a lot of people that worked with you on artificial light, I assume, are working with you on this short film as well. Yeah. Or just uh, um... it's, it's a lot of the same same collaborators. Um, Brandon Tillman is my DP. A friend of mine uh, named William Breen. He's mm-hmm. kind of my like he's my editor, and he's really talented editor. Um, it's not something he like does for a lot of people really, but he's he understands how like a film should work as a single piece pacing and stuff like that and we collaborate really well and he's also kind of like assistant director sort of um and just like creative collaborator and then just a few other people who are who i talk to a lot and just collaborate with and we all kind of work on each other's shorts um as far as equipment wise uh (laughs) where do you guys get all of your equipment at do you guys rent that or do you have do a lot of your other friends have the equipment needed to actually make it work? Um, it's both. Uh, not necessarily rent, uh, mostly like buy. But um, Brandon already has a lot of camera gear. He does a lot of mm-hmm. um, uh, freelance work for like people who just hire him for right. whatever little projects, shorts, whatnot. He has like st- his own like Steadicam. He has um, professional equipment. Um, I bought a slider for this one. Um, I bought, um, I have a, a, a little lighting setup, the three point lighting setup. I, I bought actually quite a bit, um, for this one because there's certain, uh, scenes where I needed, um, some specific gear that I didn't have and no one I knew had, but I have friends who had, um, like, boom poles and mics and uh, sound equipment. So mm. you kind of just gather everyone's stuff and, like, try to pull everyone together yeah. to make a thing for yourself. So, How's work going and how's life in New York? Um, it's all right. I think next year I'm going to move. Uh, I'm kind of getting tired of it. I'm not exactly enthusiastic about my job mm-hmm. anymore. I think I need change and I want to actually do more work and less uh, less like job work mm-hmm. I want to actually do more film work and shoot do you want to go back to school or yeah I think I, I've been thinking about it but my goal is basically to make as much as possible and stop wasting my time on like a full time job one yeah it doesn't matter um, and I, I just I kind of I want to shoot something with a budget whether it's a short Mm -hmm. or not and by the time i'm 30 i want to have a feature done and playing in theaters whether it's one theater two theaters whatever or Mm -hmm. if it's a wider release than that that would be great but i just want to have something i'm proud of and to actually do it as my full-time job right so new york school though what uh what place did you have in mind what are you thinking about um, I was thinking about uh, trying to do um, AFI's conser- conservatory. It's like probably the most prestigious in the world, but they don't have an undergraduate program. I was thinking about they have like a uh, associate fellowship program, which is basically doing the program 
but you don't get a degree, and I think it's pointless because it's really expensive. So, Just a certificate? Yeah, it's like a... I think people would look at it and still be like, oh, if I... But, yeah, like, right. not many people get in there anyways, mm-hmm. um, and I don't, know, I don't know why I would unless my portfolio is really good. Um, How much would it be just to get the certificate? Uh, it's like the it's two years. The first year is like seventy five grand. The next year is like eighty five grand. So I don't think That's I would even consider it honestly. Certificate just for the certificate. Yeah. yeah. No degree or anything. I mean, it would be a master's probably. degree if you had an undergraduate right. degree. What would that certificate? say then what would it i don't know just, uh, just certificate of completion course? for the afi conservatory like hey i just paid one hundred and seventy thousand dollars yeah seriously <laughs> so so i think i'm gonna apply for like ucla and cal arts um i i think cal arts is would be like the big goal because mm-hmm. it's an actual art school and it's a really prestigious program and uh, i think it's quite a bit cheaper than like afi would be um, if not, I've, I've looked at some programs, like a program in uh, Austin and a program in uh, Denver. I think it's Denver, somewhere in uh, Colorado. But mm. I'm, I'm just kind of looking, and I might, I'm probably going to start applying pretty soon and see if I can start in the fall, next fall. Are you on a lease right now? I'm not on a lease. I'm living month to month. Okay. So I could leave whenever I want, and I could just leave my job and move I think I would uh, come back here and live here for like a month or two and just like Save relax or just, relax and yeah. kind of chill and not have to work really hard before I start full school full time nice uh, what are you doing while you're in town um I mean all we've done is to hang out and do whatever like yeah. all the time um just seeing my family and my brother I mean I guess he's my family too <laughs> but um <laughs> Uh, seeing my parents and my brother and just eating dinner. My dad's birthday is on Friday, so oh, cool. we're going to eat and <clears throat> celebrate. Um, so what have you had going on, Donnie? <laughs> not a whole lot. Um, so just your kid is yeah, Your just, kid is not a yeah, whole not lot. not a whole lot. Just having a kid, um, <laughs> being married, um, just working all the time. That's basically it. Um, preparing myself as much as I can for a kid. Mm. Bomb scares and stuff too. Yeah, so not uh, if I'll make it home to even become the dad. You're wearing an uh, OVO shirt. Are you a big supporter of Drake and Rihanna? <laughs> I wouldn't go as far to say the two of them. Do you think Rihanna is an alien? Possible. You know, anything is possible. I don't. I don't do a lot of research into her or what she does really. But you know, you never know with people. That's true. That's true. Drake, Zach, on the other hand. Zach, what are your thoughts on Rihanna? She's great, man. She's really great. That's that's about the answer I would expect from you, honestly. <laughs> I mean, the thing is... <laughs> <laughs> Can we elaborate a little bit? <laughs> is she the goodest? She's the goodest. What is the goodest getting here? Um, he just know. texted me. He said he's going to be here about... Three to four minutes. He just said that he saw a really brave shadow and he needed to take a picture of it. Yeah, I have a, I have a screenshot. <laughs> I have a like screenshot it. of it. Love it. <laughs> well, I like I like what you got going on here. This is cool. It's all right. <laughs> it could be better. It's not yeah. the goodest. It's not the goodest, but, but it's pretty damn close. So, the other night we were actually talking about the goodest picks, and 
me and Danny, um, me and Danny were talking about the goodest picks the other day, and I, I flubbed, and I, I called it the greatest picks, and I hope that one day the goodest picks will be able to be the greatest picks. I hope sure, not. He probably thinks the same thing. I guess we'll find out here in a little bit. <laughs> See in the parking lot yet? <laughs> no, I just told you Three he was to taking minutes, a picture. Yeah. Getting anxious, you know. <laughs> Love to meet the guy. I've never actually met him in real life. That's the funny thing. And uh, I'm interested. like a Banksy artist kind of thing. Yeah, he is. Um, uh, The only reason he agreed to do this was because it is a podcast, so his face won't be shown. Right. It's like exit through the dollar store. (laughs) Enter through the dollar store. I was talking to City Boy the other day, and she was telling me how much of an inspiration the goodest picks is for her. I mean, her picks are really goodest, so, you know, but, like, not the goodest. You know, there was some talk in the woodworks, um, the grapevine, if you might, of um, the goodest picks picking her up as a, uh, like, a partnership kind of thing, like an internship. You know, she's going to school. I don't think he is. I don't think he has a whole lot of... um, How would you know about this? We talk, you know. Would you say the goodest picks is your very close friend? I wouldn't say friend. I, it's kind of like a it, person who enters your life and you're just like, well, shit, you probably belong here. I don't really know why. It's almost but I'm glad you're here. It's almost like Peter, Peter Parker and Spider-Man, you know? Like, they have a partnership, but they don't really know each other. Right. That's fair. I don't really benefit much from him, but mm. I think we can all grow and we can learn to be brave just like him. Um, the inspiration that he puts... <laughs> Well, aside aside from your friendship with uh, the goodest picks, or your acquaintance, I guess, with your the goodest picks, what else do you have going on, Donnie? Honestly, not a whole lot. I wish there was a lot more. Um, I'm thinking about the idea of moving somewhere else, just like Danny. But where are you thinking? A couple ideas are tossed around back home in Rhode Island. I'm actually leaving um, with the goodest picks. The two of us plus Valerie, we're going to go on a trip here in a couple of days. I know there is a convention of Providence that, that we're going to. Um, I, he invited me. I'm not too sure. I, I think it's because I'm from there, so he needed kind of like a guide to get through the city. But, you know, I think he'll do really good there. That's that's probably one of the options. The other option is probably uh, Nashville. Nashville's going to be the number one so far. Um, it's affordable, and I just kind of like the city. It's not too big, not too small, but just right. I think I've been to Rhode Island once, and... I don't remember it, yeah, but I know I, I I must have went through it because I remember going went through there and then I know we went up to New York and then I know we went to Maine and we went into Canada, but I don't really know I don't remember much about Rhode Island, but yeah, I mean, a lot of the to... East Coast I like, so <coughs> I'm sure I liked it. The thing about New England is that if you've gone to one of the places, you've basically been to most of them. It's all the all same. Um, they all have different little bit different things to offer but for the most part the landscape is usually the same with the exception of Maine did you ever see that movie um, Dan in Real Life wasn't that movie based in Rhode Island I don't remember but I saw it I just know the soundtrack was done by that Sandre Lerche guy and it was it was great I just know Dane Cook was in it yeah, was Dan in that. real life? He yeah. was in, he was, Dane Cook was in that? Yeah. He was Steve Carell's brother in it. it was I weird. don't remember that. Who? There, there was a TV show that they that they made in the 90s um, that took place in Rhode Island. It was called uh, Family Guy. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I can't say I've seen that one. Laters. Are you kidding me? 
Why would you Get the fucking fuck out, Brandon? <laughs> it kind of portrays Rhode Island as um, as a quirky, weird is the town cornucopia of of people. When in reality, I don't think that's what it is. Is the town in Rhode Island actually? No, I mean, in, in Family Co-Hog, Guy, at Quahog is not a place in Rhode Island. Co-Hog. Did you look it up? No, I. I, I didn't have to look it up, but uh, <laughs> I, I probably did at one point. But Quahog means two things. It's like a fucking clam, some sort of mollusk shit that you eat. Um, uh, but it's also a uh, <clears throat> a term for a loogie. Oh. Like you make a Quahog because it's like clammy and shit when you okay. fucking... <sighs> but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, last place on the list, which is probably the least likely to happen, but uh, my family's been looking into uh, Florida. But that's Ugh. really humid and um, and I mean, shitty. I feel like Rhode Island is also humid. Yeah, right? but it's not as humid. The people are. <coughs> I feel like Rhode Island people are probably a lot cooler than Florida people. Nah, not really. Um, I mean, the East Coast. They. I mean, I'll just say it. They're kind of rude. Uh-huh. But I think it's just they, they all live together, so they know how, how things to should be operate. done exactly. So for someone to come in where they're not used to how things are done or said. I'm sure yeah. you can attest to that. Uh, I guess. Maybe not you, so much because it's more of like I don't know. live and let live kind of thing in New York. But I don't know. You kind of just... I, I don't really think about it that much. I guess people are rude, but it really depends. Yeah, I mean, it's not something to really think about, but I mean, if someone asks you, you know, at least yeah. they have that. I feel like people are pretty rude here, here, though. Yeah, too. but Somewhat. I think it's in a different way. Yeah. I, like, serv- s- serving jobs like and customer service here is better. Yeah, I mean, whenever we have friends here from out of town, I feel like they always are like, why is everybody so nice here? Or, like, people come really? to Whole Foods and people are like, why is everyone so nice in New Mexico? I don't understand. I just went to this place. And Where this are they place usually from? Place. You know, all over the world. I hear people from Arizona, from New York, from... I get people in the store from all mm-hmm. over the world all the time because, you know, when people are traveling, they, like, need their, like healthy groceries or whatever you know, right, right. Of but you guys out. have a lot of um, friends from different parts of the world right yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so how would you say that they would you know their perspective on like American service compared to let's say someone in Japan or someone in Korea you know um, you think it's still honestly all my friends from Japan that have talked to me they haven't really said too much about it I feel like service in Japan is probably better uh, even though they don't get tipped for any work mm-hmm. that they do, I just feel like them growing up, uh, they just have better morals right. and just seems... they're they respect people more. Exactly. And that's everything that I've noticed with any um, uh, Japanese person that I've met. Honestly, is they've always been very respectable. Um, and that it's not so to say that there there aren't dicks in Japan, sure. but because I'm sure there are. But <laughs> anyone that I've met, they're 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 perfectly fine. Yeah. I wonder what the rudest country would be. Russia, Russia, the U.S. I would the say U.S. <laughs> yeah. I, I probably I Maybe. honestly bag that. I, I feel like yeah. the U.S. is too. But I, I mean, mean there's probably. Because I've heard that like when you like travel like overseas to like like for example like Japan like. If you don't know Japanese, yeah. they are not happy about well, it. Well, that's how Europe is, too. Yeah, like, yeah. If you go to, mm-hmm. you know, England or any of those, mm-hmm. kind of France, you know, France. If you I feel like, two don't, don't know English. English yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, no, but yeah. just, just being, like, a tourist, they can tell. Yeah. You know, like, the typical right. American flag shirt. To, yeah. You know, yeah. 
Why, why would you do just, that? Just, why would you promote like that a, you're from America, honestly? Too, you know, People are proud to be Americans, man. <clears throat> it blows my mind. But I feel like Canada is probably a pretty polite country. Probably are yeah. really nice, though. Yeah. Oh, that was a really deep conversation about, <laughs> about how nice people can be. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have going on, Zach? Just school? Just school, really. Um, you know, I have been just... That's, that's a heavy question right now, man. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's wow. talk about My it. My girlfriend of five years moved to Germany yesterday. I feel really weird. I feel like I'm in a surreal place right now. It's like she. It's almost. It almost feels like she never came home. Like it was weird. It feels like, like I don't know. It's odd. Would you say? You're optimistic about your life now, or I feel like I feel really I don't know like it like it's undecided now, which is fucking weird for me because like like we had already like decided what we want to do with our life and etc. So for it to not go kind of how it was how it was supposed originally. to go or whatever was is like stressful, you know? Because then now I'm like I was like, well, I'm going to school to be a teacher. I have someone who can help support me. Blah 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 with a shitty salary and now I'm just like uh, I need to maybe make a different decision now and that's like stressful because I'm almost done with school and I'm like alright maybe I'll go to a different school when I graduate but I don't know or alright maybe try to marry a doctor or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah I'll, de- I'll definitely I'll definitely I'll definitely try to marry rich for sure because I'm trying to get out of that out of that poverty line I don't want my I don't want my kids to grow up the way I did you know? do you want kids? If no, honestly, I really don't. As far as like, it goes just because of like what I'm saying. I don't want my kids to grow up the way I did, but I might, you know, adopt a kid. So I feel like I want kids, but I don't want my own so, kids. I feel like sometimes though, like just from like experiences with people I know, like my parents and stuff, and how they grew up, that like it's kind of nice if you have your own child because then you can give them the life that you didn't have and you mm-hmm. learn from your parents' yeah. mistakes. Totally. And fun. even when you have good parents, like, it, and you can see there's certain things that you feel like is wrong with you that they could have done better even mm-hmm. though you were raised well. Yeah. Um, that, like, you can approve, improve on that. So I think that's kind of part of, like, helping society to actually slowly get, like... Better. Better in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. general, in well, a general I mean, at sense. At the same time, you know, things change and the way people grow up totally different than it was you know yeah yeah Yeah. honestly yeah yeah. and so you know to see how things develop and how people you know teach their children to be more accepting or even on the other side of the spectrum less accepting yeah you know hopefully that side kind of dies down all the way but would you ever want kids danny um i don't know i i at this point right, right now no just I, I feel like there, I have a lot of stuff that I want to accomplish and, on and do and I don't I already have trouble like balancing like work and doing what I want to do so I wouldn't want to have a kid and basically know that my uh, that they deserve my attention and right. when I want to like yeah do what I want you want to be able now, to give them full so. attention yeah I want to yeah. right like, now anyway yeah and I can't <clears throat> so I couldn't right now so maybe in the future depends okay. on who I meet and if I fall in love with someone and want a family what kind of father do you think Donnie's gonna be he, well he's gonna be 
He's already a li- <laughs> living uh, meme, walking meme. Um, Do you think that his kid will be a product of a lot of vines? Um, I think his kid is going to be a vine. <laughs> no, I think... I don't know. I guess we'll see. I think he's changed. I've seen him change over the years and stuff, so... Um, I don't know. I think he'll be... What's one of your favorite memories of, of Donnie? Most embarrassing thing that you can think of? Um, he's shaking his head yes. There's so he, a lot. He, he has permission. <laughs> um... I mean, there's a story that a lot of people know that I wasn't even there. It's not even, like, a memory, but it's really funny that he pissed on his own eye <laughs> in school, at a school uni- urinal. It was more he, like my whole fucking face, but... Yeah, you had a boner, um, So I, because I did, I we would get boner, boners, um, no matter what. And going through puberty and shit, and... Uh, was it middle school? It was. I was in sixth grade, I believe. And uh, I went to the bathroom, there was no one... I went in the bathroom, and as soon as I pulled my pants down, someone came in, and they were on the other side of the the urinal row, or whatever you want to call it, and I was holding it down, literally, and uh, I sneezed, and I pissed all over my fucking face, and the look of the guy that was next to me was just like, he just walked in on his parents, you know. Didn't he say what the fuck Literally, and walk what away? The fuck? <laughs> and at that point, I just wanted to go home. Um, Didn't you go home? I, I may have. I don't recall. Um, looking back at it, it does make a really good story to tell. But at the time, <laughs> it was probably the yeah. worst thing in the world. Pissing in your own fucking face. Ever hey, at least it was your own piss. No, And not someone not else piss. pissing on. Or yeah, yeah his, his piss. At least you didn't pee on him and then get your ass kicked by him or something. Definitely. And then he pee on you. Yeah, on you after. <laughs> There's another good story that I think is more embarrassing on both of our parts. Um, one time we were mad because girls or something at school. <laughs> it was in high school. Um, uh-huh. I think we were 15 or 16. Um, there's this girl that Donnie was in love with that I also liked named <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> but, um, she m- made us <laughs> angry. Stop. It's literally sad. <laughs> um, so we were mad because of girls or something. Um, like these girls that we hung out with didn't give us attention or something. I don't know what it was exactly. Um, so we decided to just ditch the rest of class and walk home, even though we knew there was security that patrolled the like perimeters. On ATVs, by the way. Yeah. And uh, so we got stopped inevitably. And uh, what did we tell them? Well, what you told them. <laughs> this was great. I straight up said that we, we just left because we didn't feel like being there. Um, later, after they detained us and took us back to the uh, the principal's office, that's where Danny fabricated. No, the we most were still outside. Was it? Yeah. Well, then it was inside the truck where they put us in. And Danny fabricated the uh, the greatest <laughs> excuse of all time, saying that we were we were forced to do cocaine in the bathroom. And we got <laughs> scared, so we decided to um, leave. To leave. So oh. that was the way we dealt with it. It was just leaving instead of you know leaving the bathroom. Uh, we just went home. Luckily, the security guard was straight edge. Yeah, straight edge. And uh, we didn't even get in trouble. They took us to the principal's office. They believed me. They did. (laughs) They really did. And then we went back to class. They just went back. (laughs) We went back to class. It was sick. There's probably a thousand stories like that that we have growing up. That's (laughs) pretty good. Can I bring up a topic real quick? Can we name some old band names, each one of us? We can definitely name some old band names. I think we did this one time at the Gasworks. 
but let's go in. Rest in peace. You should start, Nathan, since we've been talking because you're the host. Uh, I will never mention the first band. Why? (laughs) I know that's why you brought this up, because you you forgot what it was. Yeah, I can't remember. You have to mention it. It's like Sail Away or some shit like that. (laughs) It's not. I wish it was Sail Away. I think you My second band, it was that One Less Tragedy band. Oh, okay. That was only your second band? Yeah, I thought you would would be attempting to sweep for many years before. <laughs> no, I never learned how to sweep. I can't say I never need I I ever needed it honestly. Yeah, floors weren't dirty enough. So. No. <laughs> what about you? What other bands did you have? <laughs> <laughs> Too many, man. What's um, well, you think you just be able to come say up with the more most more embarrassing <laughs> ones. <laughs> Uh, the most embarrassing band was that Goodbye Goodnight band. Dang, sick. Uh, shout out to Sonia Mae Carmen, though. They're now painting promises, if I recall correctly. Right? Yeah, who fucking knows, man? What about you, Zach? What about me as far as bands? Yeah. I've never been in a band. That's a lie, because I recall... We've been in a band with you. Oh, yeah. We were also in Drifter. Yeah. Um. So I don't know that those those are two bands. Those are the only two bands I've ever been in. Is Drifter. Those are solid bands. Those... I've heard Drifter's great. <laughs> <laughs> I oh I I played bass for um, oh yeah Dead Girls for a while too. That was fun, but I I was never in like a like a you know like a. What's Dead Girls? Oh, was that with Nick? Yeah, yeah, that was our band with Nick. Okay. But I've never been in like you know like an uh, a Winds of Plague, per That's se type of band. A scene you know? band. Yeah, a scene band. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I've, I've never done anything like that, so I'm trying I don't to think, feel like it's mentionable. I'm trying to think what I did after that band. You, uh, I don't remember. You toured with A Step Ahead for a little bit. I did. Which one's A Step Ahead? I toured they with... that uh, <laughs> dodgeball video. <laughs> they had some album called In It to Win It. There we go. All of this is so generic. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, ahead, it was very it catchy. That album was very catchy. But, but... I mean, a young Nathan Reed in his prime just crushing... You know, something like that is excellent for you know for what you what you were back then. It was so fun. I was 18 years you had old. Had a good time doing like a month of playing bass. It was the easiest fun time I had. I don't know. And then I came back, and then I think I was in that band, We the Messengers, and that was when Outlook was a band. What? <laughs> we the Messengers. We'll get right into that. Didn't yeah. know that. I don't know what band that is either. I remember we played a show it? together. It was for, I think, like, do you remember Duke City Darlings or yes, whatever? Oh, my oh, God. I, li- <laughs> I forgot we played I that. Was it at them? It's at the compound. The compound. The compound. Sure and Where I we remember the... Jogging? F- huh? Yeah, we you definitely were. stage? I'm sh- sure I was, too, though. I think but that's where I did a guitar flip, and my strap, like, got messed up, and I hit myself in the head with the guitar. That's yeah. amazing. Hit me in the back of the head. <laughs> and kids were moshing? Yep. <laughs> During our pop punk set, of course, <laughs> they always did. Yeah, it's a pop punk phase. Yeah, that's the song. That's the hit. That's that's, that's the, the Bosch song. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, what was after that? I think after that was just the portrait. Yes. Yeah, and then like from there, the line portrait. Yeah, the line portrait. And then I think from there was when Gasworks pretty much started. I can't remember if Portrait came after Gasworks or before, but. I think before. Probably before. Yeah, I would say before. But, uh, and then Gasworks happened, and then all those Gasworks bands came into play. Mm-hmm. 
really just ignited the uh, idea for hey let's start a band and we just kind of fucking yeah and that's that's what i honestly miss about gasworks i don't miss any of the bullshit shows that uh we had to run um definitely not i feel like that's what kept it afloat though you know like that's the only reason it would stay open money wise yes but but see the kids that we that we knew that went to shows had no idea about the the hidden side of the gasworks. You know, going to work and then right after you get off work, you go yeah. straight to the gasworks and work like yeah. uh, the, the most crust punk show you've yeah. ever yeah. heard about. And none of these kids would ever be there. It would just or respect the place or respect that right, right. that we were even allowing this show to happen. To happen. Like and, I would be there for probably at least probably eight hours it was literally a job and then i would have to go to that was when i was working graveyard shifts and i would have to go right after then to my graveyard shift job for another eight hours right but this is more like volunteer work you know what i mean it it really was and it's not to say that i didn't like it oh definitely i've definitely asked jake if if i could use him as the reference number he'll be like yeah he did this and this and this and it's yeah Hey man, whatever you need to get by, right? Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think about that either. Literally like three everyone, years. everyone now has volunteer work on their resume, right? Like, because we literally yeah, years of volunteer. Yeah, you, yeah. you don't even have to pull volunteer work, man. You could just put like you work but, but there. Vo- but volunteer look, work looks good on top of everything does, else on your resume, yeah. especially when you're applying you just for the like, number itself, like three yeah. years of whatever is yeah. Yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I miss being able to have a place to go and play music your equipment would already be there or whatever you already had friends in bands that um were quite good honestly and then you guys just collaborating with making a new band or even just fucking around and that aspect of gasworks i think i missed the most but at the same time all the shitty shows and stuff that happened there um there there were also a lot of great shows like a lot of bands that i definitely would never fucking see of course not. uh like the chariot it's like that you're never going to see a band like that play so up close and personal and um even like title fight title fight story yeah. so far those yeah. those were cool shows just because like they were so big at that point that they weren't playing shows right. that small yeah so that was cool yeah. anthony green in that anthony, anthony green, green. Yeah. that's crazy yeah Mm-hmm. I mean, even seeing the story so far, I played to like twenty kids when we first came. Yeah, yeah, yeah in, the, cool. in the garage room. Right. Yeah, garage I don't think room. I was there for that show. Yeah, yeah. To see that two thousand eleven. We are now headlining yeah. Warped Tour. Shout out, shout out to Alex Soto for booking that show. Yeah. I know that's he liked the story so far. He, he, he loves the story so far. Yeah, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of what else. What other fun times? The end of the world noir show was probably was one of my a, favorite yeah, shows. That was yeah. Cool. That was a lot of fun. Well, yeah. Because it happened at midnight, and you wouldn't expect. And it was and it, just something random we thought of doing. Following another show, I think it was Hollow Tongue played, and then right yeah. as soon as that show ended, we had still what an hour. At yeah. Least. yeah, yeah. And how many people showed up? I mean, so many people at midnight. We just yes. posted something and then just told everyone That's to it. show up. And, and we had a blast. Yeah, it was probably the most fun. Uh, <laughs> a, a lot having, of the noir shows. Yeah, noir. Uh, noir was probably the most fun I had in the band, honestly. Yeah. Uh, play, playing the, the sunshine for for Born uh, of Osiris. Oh my so god! Wild. Do you remember so that? Wild. That's crazy. God. I remember my my guitar plug came undone yep. during part of it, and I was like, "This is this fucking sucks." And it happened the day of, so we didn't. It's not like it was something that was planned. Yeah. It was like, "Hey, you guys want to play the show tonight?" I got off and of work like 
an, two hours early from my job <laughs> yeah. at the Gap. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I think I called. <laughs> to, I was like, "You're not gonna fucking believe this," but I was like in the like changing room yeah. or I something. You guys were joking or something. I thought Jake was joking because I was. I just woke up. I think from sleeping. You were so woke, and then as soon as... <laughs> yeah, Jake, Jake we hit me up, so he's brave. like, what are you doing? And I was like, I just woke up, and he's like, cool, we'll get dressed, you're playing Sunshine tonight. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Loading in, being stressed I mean, playing, out, playing noir playing. shows on a stage in general was awkward as fuck. I hated Because remember that, that show that we played pad. at Launchpad? I hated that Dude, show. God, that was fucking That was annoying. really awkward. God. That's probably my least favorite noir show. Yeah, yeah. I could I could see that. Yeah, we were being pretty brave <laughs> playing on a stage for Honestly, you guys. Wasn't the ghost pick supposed to be here like twenty minutes? Yeah, ago? I need to check uh, my phone. Any time now, we should be joined by the goodest picks. There he is now. Hey, how are you? Good man. How are you? Good. I'm Nathan. I'm Donnie. Hey, what's up, dude? Hey, Danny. Hey, Danny. Hey, Zach. Good to meet you, Zach. So one thing I've been really curious about is uh, where are you from? It kind of took you a while to get here, but I've always been really curious as to uh, where you reside. Yeah, well, you know, it's not about where you're from, okay? So it's about where you're ending up at. And that's what I really believe in, you know? There's no one place that a person can be from. You know, together we're from all kinds of places. So on the way here, I, I saw this cluster of leaves, and it was just... There was just a little gust. And I'm sorry. It's okay, man. It's, it's okay. Oh, fuck. It's going to be all right. It took all that I had to make it here today, and that's why I'm late. And I'm just so sorry, okay? Later on, you'll see this picture that I took, and it's just... It's astounding. It's out... It's when did you outlandish. get in? When did you get into uh, photography? It's, it's been a while. Um, we're coming up on our first month of, of the program altogether, and, you know, I'm... I'm overwhelmed with the amount of support that I have from everyone that has participated in, you know, our contests and just all the likes we've been getting. I, it's, it's so inebriating. You know, one thing I just want to let you guys know, I'm all about being honest, but I want to be respectful. Even though this is your show, I just want to implement a, a safe space, okay? Okay. I know typically my theme is a visual safe space. Right. But right now, I need it to be an audio safe okay. space. Because, a podcast safe well, yeah, space. Yeah, of course, if, if you want to call right. it that. Yeah. Um, so just as long as we're clear with that, then we can go ahead and, and begin with the real the real parts of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I can agree on that. Okay, all right. Well, what do you have for me, Nathan? What are your views on the word fat? So I've been looking at a lot of your pictures, and I, I must say Thank that they're you. quite good. What aperture do you think is the bravest? Well, the best temperature, something that has a, you know, a degree of difficulty far above something that you're used to. Danny, like I, I watched Artificial Artificial Night, and it was it was good. It was it was good. There were some things I just didn't quite understand why you did it. I don't know the people, so I don't know if they're truly being brave or if they want to express themselves in a way. Well, I actually, I, I had a question for you. I, I, I think we talked enough about mine and you'll be able to um, understand it enough. But I had a question. Sure. Um, your photos seem to be like really absurdly 
out of focus. Focus. Do you mean like my mind being focused? Because I'm truly focused. Because when I wake up, it's just I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to express myself. Um, but I had a question. I mean, um, in your photo, you couldn't actually see the person. <laughs> why? Are you, why does it have to be about the person? Why can't it just be about what it is? What kind of equipment do you use? What is what is your go-to for uh, for taking pics? Well, I think my go-to is my heart, just like anyone else, right? I, I just use a Nikon. But I mean, everyone uses that. It's just it's not even really a camera when you think about it. It's it's just a big hunk that somehow works. If you don't mind, goodest pics. I have I have some questions that I'd like to just fire out. Uh, I might just do uh, a bunch of random questions to each of you, actually, just to keep it well-rounded. All right. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Okay. Um, good as picks. Uh, have you ever eaten ravioli straight out of a can? No, I can't say that I have. Um, I'm usually very body conscious. So it's good enough. I... Dan- Danny, are you a sleep farter? I wouldn't know. Because you're sleeping. Zach, are you the type of person who cares about their sheet thread count? Oh, yeah. What, what's a good thread count for you? At least... 60. I don't even know if that's good or not. When you think about something good, it needs to be a high number, right? I mean... Like a month? Yeah. 60 is... is... <laughs> Donnie, what's your top M. Night Shyamalan movie? The Happening is pretty good. Danny, are you a fluorescent or LED kind of person? Whatever gets the job done. Zach, favorite Gatorade flavor? Watermelon. It's 2008, Donnie. What's your three-song playlist include? Come back. Let me think about it. All right, good as picks. Who's your favorite Spice Girl? Oregano. <laughs> Danny, what's the last YouTube video you've ever watched? Um, let me pull up YouTube. I'm glad that you're going to YouTube because I've heard of this other program called Vamayo. And what the fuck are you doing? Why? All right, I want to thank my guests today. I want to thank uh, Danny for being here. I want to thank Donnie. Yeah, for and- sure. I want to thank Zach. Thanks, sir. And uh, of course, the goodest picks. Thank you for being here. And right now, we got music from Who Fucking Knows? I'll choose later. I don't care about it. I don't care about it. That's the thing with it. I don't care about it. I don't care about it. I don't care about it. That's the thing with it. I don't care about it. I don't care about it.